0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Jacob. I'm Karen. And this is Out of Left Field, a show all about the weird world of baseball.
1: Wait, baseball has a weird side?
0: Yes. Huh.
1: Who would have
0: thought? Obviously you. You do this podcast.
1: Oh, right. Minor details.
0: Minor, minor details. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, and we got good feedback from our Tommy John episode. And apparently Tommy John is at least mm. a fan enough of the show that he uh, saw the tweet that we sent to him because he favorited it. Yay. So that means that whoever does his social media noticed that we put his handle in the tweet.
1: That's not that hard. Twitter tends to tell you when you're mentioned.
0: I know. I'd like to think that that means that he listened.
1: <gasps> I know where the Bolt's from. It's from the chair you're sitting on.
0: Oh shit. Uh, yeah, we right before we started recording, uh, Bolt randomly fell on the floor. Uh, I'm I'm now like in mortal fear that the chair I'm gonna sit on is gonna like collapse out from under me. So no, if there's like two or three marbles. if there's like a crash and a bang, we aren't we're not gonna edit it out of the show unless it's Taryn pushing me off the chair. We're sitting right next to each other, so talk uh, into the microphone. It's not showing up on the waveform. It's fine. It better be. Um, so we're really, I'll stop and make sure no 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 no. no just sure? keep going. Yes, I'm sure. sure. I'm sure. Okay. Um, besides, I think it shows up to the up point anyway. It
1: does. It, has gone, it hasn't gone down all the
0: time. Okay. So, um, we're continuing with our Tommy John episode. Uh, I put all that out, right? No. That's all staying in. No, I'm leaving all that in. Uh, Fine. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to continue with the Tommy John episode. And uh, I think that I didn't actually quite continue the transition there nicely, but whatever. Uh <laughs> And this episode uh, is a little bit inspired by Sawbones, which is an... Saw who? Yeah, you introduced me to Sawbones. <laughs> that 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 bit doesn't work here. Uh-
1: Sawbones is an awesome podcast all about the weird and wonderful, wacky side of medical history. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Hosted by husband and wife team. Um,
1: Sydney and Justin McElroy. You can find it on the Maximum Fun Network. Sawbones.
0: Yes, um... Nothing that the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion.
1: Much like what we say, in case you guys have not figured that out
0: yet. Yeah, well, don't don't do anything we say as medical advice or opinion. We're about baseball, <laughs> so if you're if you're taking us as medical advice, seek medical help. <laughs> something's up, um, but yeah, this this episode's a little sawbones inspired because it's about medical history and medical, well, stuff, because we're talking about Tommy John surgery. Um, but yeah, if, if you like this we're kind of stuff, we're going under the knife now, uh, as opposed to last time when it was about Tommy John himself. But if you like this episode, uh, go check out Sawbones. We're both big fans of the show, big fans of everything that the McElroy family does. And um, there's your free plug. McElroy's.
1: My brother, my brother, and me. Uh,
0: Schmanners. Uh. Still buffering. All of their stuff. Adventure Zone. Oh man, I love the Adventure Mom's Zone. buddy. Eh. Okay. I it sheets. Okay. Ser- like Seriously, they they are big enough without us plugging them.
1: No, you don't think they need the continuous plugs.
0: No. Oh. But if they'd like to plug us, that would be nice. Mhm. McElroy family. <laughs> Ooh,
1: the Jays are only
0: two down now. We're actually recording this during a Jays game. This is of great pain.
1: Yeah. Well. You got. I'm just happy I've entered- yeah, let's be real. Okay. Yeah,
0: the web was out here for like 48 hours almost. It was, and cable was down too. It was like being back in the Stone Age. No
1: phone, no cable, <laughs> no landline phone, <laughs> no cable, no
0: internet, no baseball, guys. I couldn't watch the baseball game last Okay, minute. we've bantered away like four minutes. you want me to stop bantering or what? No, but like that, you know, we do have a show to do here.
1: Fine, let's go talk about surgery
0: and gross stuff and blood. So according to Plenty the Elder... <laughs> she can't have something to this? No. Um, but for those of you who are Sawbones fans, uh, I, oh, I don't... Is my favorite! I don't know how much overlap there is between the Sawbones listenership and uh, the out of left field listener. It could possibly... Be, it could possibly literally me? just be the two of us and maybe my mom. Hi, Mom. Um... Uh, Plenty of the Elder is a favorite uh, picking on point of um, uh, the uh, Sawbones folk because, well, uh, he he made up a lot of stuff about medicine, and uh, yeah, so no, Plenty of the Elder has nothing to do with Tommy John surgery. Tommy John surgery happened like two thousand years after Plenty of the Elder died. Oh, but Plenty is so much fun to talk about, and all his. Well, I'm pretty sure if you needed Tommy John surgery in the time of Plenty of the Elder, he'd say, you know, stick some poop on it or something. Yeah, that that is what know. that is what his deal was. Um,
1: or uh, fix your humors because they're out of balance.
0: Or drink some pee.
1: Or blood. Or booze.
0: Or booze. You know what? Booze. Booze made everything feel better anyway.
1: Or uh, leech your arm.
0: Yeah. Okay. So Tommy okay. John. Tommy John surgery medically is called uh, ulnar collateral ligament reconstruction surgery. Oh. And it's the repair of a damaged UCL. So uh, call okay. it what it is. Right? It is the ligament that runs through your elbow and helps to stabilize it. Um, and it's the w- way to get to the next note. It's the primary stabilizer of the elbow, and it connects the ulna, which is the pinky side lower arm bone, to the humerus, which is the upper arm bone. So the
1: thing that Dickie doesn't
0: have. Yes. Um, and if it's damaged or torn, it can cause the whole elbow to be unstable. Um,
1: but, alright, Dickie doesn't
0: yeah, and uh, it's it's medically very strange, cause um, he shouldn't be able to do things as simple as like turn a doorknob, if uh, he if he doesn't have one. It it helps you if you pronate and supinate your arm. What turning your arm? Um, Why didn't you just
1: said that? Why did not you use big fancy words?
0: Um, I learned them in a class this spring, and I wanted to feel fancy by using them in the real world. So supinate is when you turn your arm so that your palm faces up, and how you remember that is because that's how you would be holding your hand if you were holding soup, and pronate's the other one. It's a good mnemonic. Um, and then, hey, I've got more of these fancy words. Um, the UCL stops the elbow from being abducted, which is moved away from the center of the body, and it resists from valgus stress, which is um, flexing or extending stress. So there's lots of medical terms there. Um, now, what the uh, what, a, what a myth that is about UCL strain, though, is that uh, it's damaged through Pigeon. one time to- – well, oh, it's a one-time event. So a lot of the times you hear a pitcher damaged his UCL, uh, he needs Tommy John surgery, and what do you hear? That it, that it popped or it snapped. And that is the critical event of it being damaged, but it's generally – but not always – Ruptured through repetitive stress. A UCL tears a repetitive stress injury usually. Um, and it generally happens mm-hmm. through slow deterioration.
1: So, like a pitcher who pitches
0: hundreds uh, and hundreds of pitches all the time. Yeah. Now, it can be injured in a one off injury. Um, that's commonly seen, though, in something like football or wrestling. Um, if you break your elbow when your elbow's in a flexed position and your UCL just goes all at once. And that is just sounds horrifying.
1: One reason why I'm never playing football.
0: Yeah, well, aside from your gender and your age and all of those things.
1: I could play flag football.
0: You could, but it's a little different. The only of
1: I went to is, I believe, it's still the Offsa, um, champion. Oh. Like, for 10 years straight now.
0: Wow. Um. Yeah, but you don't, don't
1: know how competitive flag football is. Flag football can <laughs> it be, be pretty care, competitive.
0: Um. But also, what At the it... high school level. I have no idea. But also, um, when the when the break would happen, it's generally out of plant stances, which you don't see in flag football. I also
1: can't
0: run. Yeah, you have those wonky knees and ankles. Um. Yeah. So generally, when it happens to pitchers, it's because of how they pitch. Um. So they accelerate their pitch by bringing their body forward and then their arm. So we're gonna get a little into the physics of pitching here.
1: Oh God, really?
0: Well, this is how you injure your UCL. Um, okay, I'm going
1: to get very, 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 very
0: confused. Okay, well, I'm I'm gonna get along. I'm gonna bring it down to it's it's the body physics, not the not the you know mass equals acceleration times velocity velocity. equals – I don't even I'm not a physics guy either. So it's it's the body physics. Um, the arms brought forward. And the shoulder. Imagine a pitcher. He brings his arm forward, and he rotates his shoulder as he's no, bringing his arm over.
1: Pitcher, uh, pitcher?
0: What? If I had cable last night, I could have watched the game at home. Yeah. Well, you got to watch hey, it at my. Yeah. Um. So he rotates his shoulder. Okay. Um. And that whips the humerus, the upper arm bone, forward. But what it does is his forearm is behind. Imagine their arm, it's pulling forward, but their back of their arm is behind, and that places this vagus stress on, valgus stress on the UCL, because it's pulling their back of their arm forward. Well, imagine a pitcher pitching, right?
1: Okay. Silly faces.
0: Now, just imagine, uh, just imagine his arm as he's throwing. His body comes forward, his shoulder comes forward. Silly face. Just imagine the arm. His body comes forward, his shoulder comes forward, the front of his arm comes forward, and the back of his arm is getting towed forward at the elbow. Sure. And then it comes whoosh, whipping forward like a slingshot almost. Sure. He's using his UCL, to, well, his elbow and his UCL to slingshot the front of the arm with the ball forward.
1: I don't think
0: I've had enough beer
1: to uh,
0: conceptualize it. That, that's what happens. Um also, apparently my tongue isn't working. Mm-hmm. So, he, he, what happens is they're whipping their arm forward, and because of how a lot of pitchers pitch, they're building up this stress mm-hmm. on their UCL because it's dragging the front of their arm forward as they pitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's very stressful. This isn't really how the arm is meant to pitch. Uh, the human No, arm, really? The, the hum-
1: human arm isn't supposed to like, fling forward like a slingshot? Well,
0: actually, the human arm isn't actually even built to throw over him. The natural way you're meant to throw is underhand.
1: I can see that. Look at the look throwing. at the
0: look at the natural way your arm is built to rotate.
1: Yeah, but throwing underhand sucks so and you have like way less aim.
0: Yeah, but like
1: if you're trying to like attack, you know, a tagger it would make more sense to throw over when you have more uh, control and more chance to, you know, hit something. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but this place is stress in the UCL. Okay. And when you can uh, constantly repeat this motion, especially mm-hmm. if you have bad mechanics. But so P-
1: professional baseball's pitchers shouldn't have bad mechanics. A
0: lot of them do. Uh, now, we're not talking about, like, you know, they're flinging their arm all over the place like a three-year-old. <laughs> we're talking about um, they drag their arm and they put more strain on their arm. Okay. It leads to what they call micro tears in the UCL.
1: So it's kind of like a micro fracture?
0: Exactly. Or, um, you know how when you're exercising, your muscles feel sore after? Like days after? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I it, just worked like four frappy hours this week. Okay,
0: but when you go and you work out at the gym and you have bigger muscles after. Are you kidding?
1: Uh, I still can't feel my shoulder from like Tuesday.
0: Okay, but it's the same idea. When you. Work out, you actually make little tears in your muscles, and yeah, they, and when they the, and yeah, that's how they grow. When you make tears in your ligaments, they don't, well, they do regrow, but if you make too many too quickly, they just tear. Okay. Um, and if there's micro tears in the UCL, they can build up into chronic tears and then a full collapse. Sure. Um, so then, when the UCL does tear, the most common symptom is pain. No. Duh, um, along the inside of the elbow, which is where the UCL is, mm-hmm. um, and then the pain can actually be reproduced uh, close by the closing of the hand or the clenching of the fist. Why would you want to do that? Well, that's that's one of the ways that they test if it's a UCL tear or not. Okay. Um, there's also swelling and bruising, and if you're a pitcher, loss of velocity or range of motion. Okay, and then the common association of the injury in pitchers is the pop. And the pain during the pitch. Um, now, as we said in the last episode, uh, in 1974, prior to 1974, UCL tear—that was the end of your career. Yeah,
1: because you know if it hurts to pitch, then why would you keep pitching?
0: Exactly. Sandy Koufax had chronic elbow injuries. He had been forced into early retirement in '66 because of them. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually joked later on um, that if Dr. Uh, Frank Job had had this experimental surgery ready a few years earlier, we'd all be calling it Sandy Koufax surgery instead of Tommy John surgery. It doesn't sound insane. It's not nearly as catchy. Oh. Um, but because Tommy John was so unwilling to give up on his career so easy, um, he had this surgery and went along with it, and they replaced it. Okay. One in a hundred shot, and he went on for his, the rest of his career. Basic surgery is the same as it was 42 years ago. If you are squeamish, skip ahead. What about me? Too bad you're recording.
1: Damn
0: it. Um, so, they open up the patient's arm around the elbow. You... Well, they open up every... Uh, whenever you're having surgery, they open you up. Um, they... Do
1: I look like I've ever had surgery in my
0: life? No. No, you don't. Um, they drill holes into the ulna and the humerus of the elbow.
1: Blah.
0: Then they harvest a tendon. It's usually the palmaris from the opposite wrist. Do you remember what the palmaris is? It's
1: the funky thing that doesn't do anything now.
0: Yes, it's the wrist tendon. Um, It doesn't serve much function. So, again, if you flex your wrist in while you're clenching, it's the thing that sticks up. Or it's a tendon from a cadaver, and it's woven into a figure eight pattern between these holes. Why a figure eight? Um, That way it helps support it. And then the ulnar nerves usually moved to prevent pain or disfigurement, and um, that could result from any scar tissue that's left pressing on it. Okay. Um, and then they stitch you back up, and you're good to go. And this is like a really quick surgery. Now it can be in and out in under a couple hours. Wow. Yeah, uh, there have been uh, there have been surgeons that describe it as being like kind of a uh, golf atmosphere in there. It's it's like having your wisdom teeth out. They're very easy going about it. Okay. Um, typically recovery takes about a year of uh, rehab and recovery. Why
1: does it take so long if it's such a short
0: surgery? Well, because you still have the body has to acclimate to the recovery. The body still has to get the arm back up to strength. And also the tendon has to convert into a ligament. So
1: what now?
0: Okay, there's three different types of muscle fiber in the body. There's muscles, there's tendons, and there's ligaments. Ligaments hold muscles to bone. Tendons hold muscle to muscle.
1: Okay. The
0: palmaris is a tendon. So
1: muscle to muscle.
0: Yes. Okay. The UCL is a ligament. Bone to
1: bone.
0: Muscle to bone. Okay. Okay. So it has to—you have to let the palmaris convert into a well, a new UCL essentially, but it has to convert into being a ligament. Sure. That's why they drill into the bone to give it some an anchor point.
1: Sure, I'll pretend like I understand.
0: It's—it's a different type of muscle fiber. It has to convert into this new type of muscle fiber because it's there.
1: I'll take your word on
0: it. And now we're now that you're out of the operation, there's these different phases of rehab you go through. So immediately post-op, your arm's kept in a brace. It's at a 90-degree angle, held in a splint, and you want to keep movement at an absolute minimum. um, So it minimizes the pain and re-damage, but you want to keep the shoulder and wrist moving. Um, You want to manage the pain to them, and also you want to minimize muscle atrophy in those areas.
1: Oh,
0: okay. Uh, Then there's phase two. That's about two weeks after the surgery, and it goes for about a month. Mm-hmm. You want to get the elbow moving again. So there's therapists; they help with stretching and physical therapy. Obviously, mm-hmm. they get the range of motion going again. You gradually increase the amount of elbow um, motion. Mm-hmm. You loosen up the brace, the shoulder and the scapula. It's again up in the shoulder and the wrist. Um, there are exercise. You help regain the normal range of motion. Mm-hmm. Phase three, there's cardio, there's core strengthening, there's flexibility. So this is six weeks post-surgery. The rehab's still protecting the elbow in the UCL. We're still waiting for this new UCL to be converting into a ligament. But now there's a list of safe motions that go on. okay. And we want to strengthen it and get it ready for throwing. Um, They use what's called Kinetics. Um, you're going to use them to assess uh, and try and figure out why there was this injury in the first place. You
1: mean other than the fact that the guy is usually a pitcher?
0: Well, yeah, but some pitchers will throw for 20 years and never need a UCL replacement like Mark Burley. Um, yeah, but
1: Burley doesn't throw a fastball.
0: like. But Chicago's. it's not about guys who throw fastballs. There's guys who throw fastballs and don't ever need Tommy John surgery.
1: Sure.
0: Um, so some guys just have really crappy mechanics. They're really tough on their arms. Um, so they analyze how they pitched, and mm-hmm. they see, you know, this is why kind of you needed it, and this is what you need to change to fix it. Uh, and then there's phase four, so 16 mm-hmm. to 18 weeks. So we're looking at four months after the surgery. You can start throwing again.
1: That must be for a uh, pitcher. Oh, for a
0: pitcher? That must feel like hell. Um, and then this is like a four to five month period. So this is a long time. Yeah. Um, And this is where you start rebuilding arm strength. So a lot of throwing. You start with 30, 45-foot throws every other day. So this this is just kind of a general program I'm walking you through. It's different for every guy. Um, And you work your way up to 100 throws um, with 25 at a distance of 210 feet. So you're playing long toss.
1: That's a far pitch.
0: Well, it's not pitching, it's throwing. Like, this is what guys do in warm-ups. If you ever go to batting practice before a game and you see them, like, tossing across the distance of the outfield...
1: Yeah, but pitchers don't do that. Yeah, they do. Oh, they
0: don't. All the time. Oh, sure. And then phase five is the return to pitching. So eight to ten months after surgery, um, depending on their progress in phase four. So if you weren't able to work your way up in phase four, it's later. Um... And the surgeon's assessment, uh, you can start throwing off a mound again. Start with uh, 20 to 25-pitch bullpen sessions, and you add five pitches every other session, two sessions a week. Um, And then after you get to the five to six weeks, uh, after you've done this five to six weeks, if you're throwing around your normal velocity before the surgery, um, and you're doing it with good mechanics. So you can't do it by, oh, I'm back up to my normal velocity yeah, but you're throwing at the same shit mechanics you did before. Uh, you can start facing live hitters. So you can start throwing batting practices. Again, low pitch counts. So, like, we're talking 15, 20 pitches. Adding 10 pitches a session. And then you work your way back up to live games. And then you're good to go. So the whole thing takes about a year. Uh, okay,
1: so why do guys need more than one Tommy John? You, if part of the you, point is to fix your mechanics. Uh,
0: some guys relapse. Some guys relapse. Some guys um, have bad mechanics. Some guys, even though they fix their mechanics, it's not good. Some guys, there's like little tiny micro abrasions or micro tears in the new tendon that they get. Um, and it fails on them. I mean, not every surgery is 100% successful.
1: Yeah, I guess
0: that's true. Um, there's uh, one pitcher. His name escapes me. He's had three.
1: Yikes.
0: Yeah. Um, They took out his palmaris. They used his um, ankle ligament. And then he's got a donor ligament in him now. Hmm. Yeah. Um, And his recovery and the whole process of it's very well detailed in a new book. It's called The Arm Inside the Million Dollar Industry of Pitching. Um, Free plug, but I forget the author's name. Sorry. Uh good book though. Um, but not every UCL injury requires a Tommy John surgery. Say what
1: now?
0: Now, if it's a full I just spent like if it's half a full an hour. Full tear. If it's a full tear, you need surgery. Okay. You cannot recover from it if you've fully torn it. Oh, uh, okay. But if it's a partial tear
1: by Jeff Passon.
0: P-A-S-S-A-N. Oh, that makes sense. He's a great author. Uh, He's written for ESPN. He's written for Sports Illustrated. Yahoo's
1: lead baseball club.
0: There you go. Yeah, Jeff Passan's an awesome writer. Um, Yeah, go go read the book if you're interested in Tommy John surgery and that kind of stuff. So if it's not a complete tear, you can rehab a UCL injury um, through the RICE technique. Rest, ice, compress, elevate. Uh, anti-inflammatory drugs and physiotherapy.
1: Does that
0: actually work for? Pro- yeah, it does. Um, bodies. It does
1: get like too antsy and bored and.
0: No, the body's amazingly resilient. Um, and it'll strengthen the muscles around it to compensate. I um, yeah, think
1: they get bored from not being hit for you know days at
0: a time. But they get bored from you know being out for a year. So Masahiro Tanaka of the New York Yankees, he's actually tried to take this route. Um he's had a partial tear going back the last couple of years. Um and when he's been able to play, he's been remarkably effective, but he's also missed a lot of time because of this injury.
1: To the uh, benefit of the
0: Blue Jays. To the benefit of all the teams that he's missed pitch, uh, missed times in the rotation against. Now there's one common misconception also uh, about Tommy John surgery. It's that pitchers can throw harder after having it. Um. Now, there's some evidence that suggests they can, but what it really is is that they come back with better mechanics and a stronger core because they've spent a year, you know, working on their mechanics and working on their um, surrounding strength. I guess
1: that makes sense.
0: Now, what this has resulted in, though, is there's been some overeager parents of, like, little leaguers going to orthopedic surgeons and asking them, hey, can you perform Tommy John surgery on my kids? Yeah. Fucking insane.
1: That's insane. I thought- Baseball parents
0: were bad. You mean hockey parents? Yes. Yeah. Um, baseball parents in the States are crazy. Unin- uninjured kids. Cannot stress this enough. The kid has two functional UCLs. Is that the proper pluralization?
1: I have no clue. But still, that's like...
0: Yeah. yeah um, me... To help to help give them a leg up.
1: No. If you want to give your like 7-year-old a leg up in baseball... Little, little
0: League like... is like 10 to 13 in the States. Okay.
1: So, ten to thirteen year old a leg up in baseball? Get them a coach. Get them a private coach. It's probably going to be cheaper. If you want
0: to give your ten surgery. to thirteen year old a leg up in baseball, stop being so insane.
1: Yeah, but some of it's driven by the kid. Yeah,
0: yeah. um, but no, there is there is no conclusive benefit to having Tommy John surgery makes you a better pitcher. Uh,
1: okay. Yeah. People,
0: are People are crazy about sports. Uh, so that brings us to the end of the Tommy John saga. For now. Uh, for now. Um, okay.
1: well, we at so, at some point, we'll do arm.
0: an episode about R.A. Dickie and his uh, wonky arm. I think we might tie that in when we do the episode about knuckleballs. Um, but the episode about knuckleballs... do a
1: sweet... Or not sweet. sweet... thingy
0: thing where we link a whole bunch of episodes together. Combo? Combo...
1: Yes, a combo. We can start with last week with Tommy Don. This week with his surgery. Next week with Dickie.
0: And the week after with the knuckleball.
1: Four, knuckleball. All oh, week five. Why Josh? Josh the can't catch a knuckleball.
0: Josh really can't. Nobody can catch a knuckleball. That's the real thing. Nobody can catch a knuckleball because you just kind of right. stick your glove up and be like, I hope it's here. I hope it's here. Uh, I got it. I'm sure Yay. we can find
1: something to connect. Knuckleballs with
0: talk the back talk about the black sauce scandal.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's five weeks. That brings us to No,
0: because I don't have notes on that. I don't have notes on R.A. Dickie's arm either. I've got notes on knuckleballs. I don't have notes on R.A. Dickie's arm.
1: We'll get them
0: done. Yeah, I could. Or we can just do episodes that I have notes about.
1: I want to do Dickie's arm,
0: though. So you take the notes.
1: Yeah, but you're better at this than I am.
0: (laughs) She said it live on the thing, folks. You heard it first.
1: Oh bullshit. It's not like I never compliment you or say that you're better at me better than me at stuff. So let's end the podcast on a high note here. Damn it.
0: Oh, we're getting live updates. Um so let's end the podcast on a high I note guess here. You
1: lost. Surprise,
0: surprise. Uh, it was some groundskeeping. <laughs> Thanks to Rachel Schachter, as always, for making our fancy new logo. Uh, if it's you want to check out her work or um commission something from her, you can go to rachelshachter.net. Rachel and .net are spelled the way you think. Schachter is S-C-H-A-C-H-T-E-R. Yeah,
1: I can't spell it either. I don't worry.
0: Thank you to um, Sabre for the details on the Tommy John's career. Thank you to the Mayo Clinic, who had a surprisingly great amount of information about uh, UCL replacement surgery. What uh, is the Mayo
1: Clinic? Yeah, they have... uh, lots of stuff there about
0: they know lots of stuff about lots of medical stuff um and thank you to uh sawbones and the mcelroy family of podcasts for you know just being awesome at podcasting and uh inspiring us to uh do a medical themed episode without being worried that we'd gross people out yeah yeah so uh anybody you want to thank
1: you for doing
0: all the wonderful notes aww and thank you for being willing to put up with doing a podcast about baseball with me.
1: Yeah, it's not that bad, especially when you cook me dinner first. We had oh, yet- We have to thank Mill Street for supplying the alcohol for this episode.
0: Yes, two episodes in a row. Uh, not, yeah. not that they you know paid for it or sponsored us. We gave them like fifteen bucks for a six or a beer, but it is better.
1: Are sixer, are you American now?
0: It is a colloquialism isn't it either way it's better to podcast when you're a little buzzed um, it just makes everything go so much better mm-hmm. um but if they wanted to give us some money that'd be cool
1: oh, I would be happy with beer
0: yeah if they wanted to give us some free beer that'd be cool too um so just mm-hmm. the last little bit of groundskeeping uh, follow us on Twitter it's at oolF podcast or you could follow me at JMS Morris or Taryn is Taryn Yes, at Clunas Terran. She knows her own handle. Um, impressive. Or if you want to get in touch with us uh, a little more directly, it's OOLFcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, feedback.
1: Concerns, or, queries, jokes.
0: Yes, always down for some baseball-related humor. Uh, and if uh, you have questions for our mailbag episode, which is coming up in the near future, send us an email uh, with the subject— uh, with. A mention in the subject line, just something with mailbag or question for mailbag episode. Just put that in there somewhere so we know that that's what it's for. And um, that is about it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, You know what? Since you mentioned baseball-related jokes, I'm going to tell a baseball-related joke before we go. It's not that terrible.
1: (laughs) I enjoy how you have to qualify with that terrible. Well...
0: Let's face it, 90% of my humor is terrible. Uh-huh. So, a scout from the New York Mets... Oh, call- this is the damn horse one. This is the damn horse one. Okay, fine, I won't tell the no, horse. Oh, keep going. Oh, she, she has literally gotten up and walked away from the seat that she was recording in. Okay, so, a scout from the New York Mets calls up the Mets, says, I've got this player you have to see, but be warned, he's a horse. And the, the scouts are like, horse? what do you mean he's a horse? He's a horse, he hits the ball like nobody you've ever fucking seen. Okay, apparently we're the uh, flop house now. That there was the sound of the beer going open in the background, um, and okay, so they, they bring him up to the stadium and uh, they throw him a pitch, and he mm-hmm. smacks the ball as far as the eye could see, and he just stands there watching it. They say, "Well, you hit the ball," and they'll run, run to first base. And the horse says, "If I could run, I'd be in the Kentucky Derby."
1: Um, hey, why does the horse
0: talk? It's a joke.
1: Care. why is the would you story?
0: rather i told the one about the talking dog what about the talking i'm dog? not telling the one about the talking dog Tell i'll save that i'll save that one me for me next me. week Tell me now. <sighs> man walks into a bar and he says this dog is the smartest dog on earth he can talk and uh, the bartender says that is bullshit and the man says no i'll prove it to you uh um He says, Fido, what is on top of the house? And the dog says, roof. And the man says, very good. Fido, what do you call a steak that's been overcooked? The dog says, roof. Okay. Fido, who was the greatest hitter in baseball history? And the dog says, roof. And the bartender says, okay, that's bullshit. Throws them out of the bar. And uh, they bounce out onto the street corner. And uh, the dog looks up at the man and says, DiMaggio? <laughs> it's, it's funny because the baseball greatest hitter is an ongoing debate. Um,
1: okay, you know the fact that when you explain your jokes, it makes it significantly less.
0: And funny. also Ruth sounds like what a dog might say. Okay, so so now that we've told two god awful baseball jokes, we are definitely signing off. Yes. So, right of left field, I'm Jacob. I'm That's the ball game.